Bonjour à tous, bienvenue dans le NFT Morning, j'espère que vous allez bien, nous sommes le jeudi 25 mai, c'est notre, euh, bah écoutez, c'est la dernière room avant une petite pause de quelques semaines pour l'événement de Lisbonne et, euh, et on finit en beauté avec, euh, avec beaucoup, beaucoup d'artistes, euh, notamment eh ben, euh, les artistes de The Verse Verse. Euh, qu'on avait déjà reçu pour parler d'un premier, euh, on va dire, un, un, une première étape dans, dans, ce, dans ce projet à, en, en deux volets qui s'appelait euh, euh, Poème Object et on les reçoit aujourd'hui pour la deuxième partie euh, avec une exposition à l'avant-galerie Vossen qui s'appelle euh, 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 <rire> Poème Subject, Poème subject. subject okay. cette fois. Et pour en parler, vous l'entendez, euh, ben, j'ai la chance d'être accompagné par euh, Albertine, Albertine Meunier, bonjour Hello, hello everybody, bonjour à tous. Et effectivement, on va parler anglais aujourd'hui, Albertine, surtout toi. Yeah, yeah but at the beginning, but uh, I think the Bergers and the team of the show will speak for, for me. Uh, perhaps I can introduce uh, the show, uh, where is it, when is it, etc. Uh, so the, the, the show is called, uh, like you said, Poem Subject. Is a part two of a, a show we had in the last October at Avant Gallery. And this uh, part two is, um, uh, is curated by the Versers. So I think they will be able to talk more, more precisely about how many artists there are. So, sorry, Albertine, to, to interrupt you, but uh, yeah. it's uh, a bit noisy, so noisy. I, I warned you. Okay. <laughs> Maybe uh, okay. we have also Paul uh, who is involved in, in the project. Maybe, uh, Paul, you can, uh, yeah. you can continue. And after, Albertine, uh, uh, when it's uh, okay for you. Yeah. You yeah. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. So Paul, yeah. <laughs> hello, hello. Very happy to be with you today. So uh, yes, to take on uh, take on the words of uh, Albertine. So uh, we had the first uh, uh, edition of this uh, two part exhibition last December. It was held at Avant Gallery, and the global theme of these two exhibitions was uh, poetry and how uh, poetry can interact with uh, blockchain. Uh, in, and in the larger sense, how poetry can interact uh, with technologies, how it can be, uh, you know, uh, like more uh, spread. And uh, for the first edition, Poem Object, uh, that was held at Avant Gallery, the topic was, uh, can poetry uh, be kind of concentrated into objects? And if so, what are these objects? And now uh, it's more, it's a wider curation, thanks to the the work of uh, the verse verse uh, and uh, we invited uh, artists worldwide and it's beautiful because uh, everything is decentralized in this exhibition in the sense that uh, all the artists uh, that are featured uh, for this edition poem subject uh, they come from many different backgrounds uh, they are uh, from uh, all uh, Uh, genders. They have. They are also from all generations because we have pioneers in the exhibition, uh, such as Alison Knowles, Vera Molnar, uh, 
uh, uh, Agnès Turnauer and uh, Bernard Venet, for instance, to, and the Christian Bock, of course. And we also have uh, pioneers of the blockchain. Uh, so maybe Sasha and the Verseverse uh, team, uh, Elizabeth Sweet, uh, uh, can talk a little bit about it uh, after Anna Maria that, that is with us also today. Uh, so that's, uh, that's the idea. And, you know, uh, it's a wonderful moment. Uh, this exhibition is now held at uh, Librairie Metamorphose. It's not at Avant Galerie. Uh, Rémi, sorry to correct you. It's, uh, sorry. It's uh, not <laughs> But, uh, it's since it's opening tonight, we have to be uh, very clear. So it's of on course. the club, Librairie Metamorphose. You're all invited. And uh, yeah, we're super happy to celebrate this medium. Uh, the last thing I can say about it as an introduction is that right now uh, there might be a little bit of a bear market in crypto. And, uh, but we're artists. We don't care. Uh, the idea is really to build uh, interesting bridges between uh, each other, relationships. And, uh, you know, I, I see that uh, uh, operator uh, just uh, join us uh, as, uh, as uh, auditors. And uh, just to celebrate yesterday, you know, operator, there are this uh, amazing uh, couple of artists. Uh, they just uh, have their art blocks uh, exhibition open yesterday. They sold out in only a few seconds. And, it, you know, it's not because... Uh, there is a bear market or no speculation. It's because they just do good art and pioneering art. So that's what we want to do in poetry as well. And that's what uh, this exhibition is about. Excellent. Alors, euh, ben, je vais, moi, je, je vais poser mes questions en français, du coup. <rire> Et puis, euh, okay. vous, vous, vous traduirez. Euh, ben, C'est intéressant parce qu'on a, on a quand même énormément d'artistes aujourd'hui avec nous. Euh, et, et pas des moindres hein, Anna Maria Caballero, Sacha Style Kalen Iwamoto euh, toi-même d'ailleurs Paul euh, ben, c'est intéressant en fait de savoir un peu comment euh, que, ben, les, les œuvres que vous avez créées justement pour, pour cette exposition et, et vos inspirations etc quoi Yes, so maybe I can let uh, the other, I can translate the question and of let uh, maybe yeah. Sasha or exactly. Kalen or Versver team answer. So the question is, uh, and Christian also that uh, is uh, joining us now. Um, so the, the question was, uh, uh, what are the, the kind of works that are exhibited in the exhibition? And more generally, what are the inspiration uh, for the exhibition? Perhaps, uh, yeah, Kalen or yeah, sure. yeah. Yeah, hi, good morning. Um, so I think the 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 exhibition is very diverse. So we have um, multiple art forms. Uh, we have paintings. We have sculptures. Je sais pas si il faut parler en français ou. In English. Come to English. English. In English. Um, so we have sculptures, like I said, we have installations. Um, so it's really, and we have, of course, we have screens and we have uh, NFT components. So it's a really diverse um, exhibition um, all around uh, this poetry and this notion of what poetry um, is, what is becoming, what it can be and what it can do. Um, and, and poetry as objects, so as art objects and art forms. Um, so it's um, so we have, you know, really innovative and um, we have some fun pieces like Kate Armstrong. I see Kate Armstrong in the room if um, we might invite her up later, if there's still room. Um, and we have, for example, um, Christian's Bibliomechanics and 
Uh, we have some really um, sort of legendary French artists as well. So it kind of spans um, decades. So we have, uh, for example, Bernard Venet. We have the the really historic um, Alison Knowles' House of Dust, which is the very first uh, generative poem. Um, so we have some really incredible artists and poets uh, who are part of this show, which we're really excited about. And we obviously have more contemporary artists like, you know, Kevin A. Bosch um, and, you know, people in the in the crypto sphere as well as kind of the traditional sphere. So there's a lot of, um, we are crossing a lot of, boundaries and divides in this exhibition between the physical and the digital between um you know poetry and the visual arts uh between you know across time um so yeah like paula says um he likes to build bridges and this is this is really an important aspect of this exhibition maybe we could give a few examples of the work like uh, uh, christian would you be open to to uh, to describe the work you're showing at the exhibition. But uh, Christian, you have to unmute. I think you're on mute. Maybe in the meantime, I can uh, present uh, an example of the of the works uh, that are shown. Uh, we have, uh, for instance, a work by uh, a pioneering artist in computer art, uh, Vera Molnar. Uh, Vera Molnar uh, was born in uh, 1924. Uh, she was among the first artists to ever interact with uh, computers uh, to make art. And uh, she was working at Saclay uh, at the time with the computers that were, in the day, used to uh, calculate uh, the results of nuclear reactions, etc. In the night, she was using it with her husband to generate uh, uh, forms and shapes. And, um, you know, Vera Molnar had a, a mom, of course, like uh, all of us. And uh, when her mom was writing to her, uh, she had a very particular uh, writing that was very... Uh, kind of uh, accidental you know like it it felt like very uh, violent way of uh, writing etc and uh, vera uh, created an algorithm kind of to reproduce uh, this writing uh, that uh, that was very characteristic and she called uh, the series of these uh, generated artworks lettres de ma mère letters from my mother and we are very lucky to have one of the last unique pieces uh, that are uh, uh, part of the, the work of Vera Molnar. Now, as you know, there's a rising interest in uh, computer-generated art, and uh, uh, we have one of the Lettres de ma mère uh, in the gallery, so you will be able to, to see it. Maybe uh, if Christian uh, is not able to, to intervene, maybe we can also describe uh, Alison Knowles' work or, or, or Callen ones as you Sasha, perhaps you can call about uh, talk about uh, Alison Knowles. Yeah, I wanted. Can you guys hear me? Okay, I'm having some yeah, yes, Twitter yes, issues. Oh, good. Oh, good. Okay. Hi, everyone. Um, well, thanks for thanks for being here. Thanks for you know giving us a chance to chat a bit about this show that we've been working on <laughs> and so passionately for so long. It's really been um, you know a labor of love and really a privilege to get to gather all these diverse approaches to poetry and to work with Avant Gallery and Library Metamorphose and, and our, our SVT. Um I wanted to just, um, 
you know, I'll, I'll be happy to share some details about maybe Alison Knowles' work and a few other pieces, but I also wanted to, um, you know, offer a few words just kind of about the show more generally to, to kind of augment what we've already said. Um, you know, and I, I know a lot of our friends are here and, you know, much about what the verse verse is and does, but for, for those who maybe don't know, um, and, you know, for those who, who might need a, a little refresher, um, I just wanted to, to take a step back and say really what we're, you know, all about at the verse verse is sort of positioning poetry, um, redefining poetry as, uh, an, you know, an art form that can sit alongside many other types of, um, of art as we recognize it. So we're really thinking about how word and image are sort of flip sides of the same coin, um, how poetry is not just, you know, a two-dimensional flat static object that sits on a page, but, you know, it's a material form. It's, uh, it's a visual art. It's a haptic art. It's a form of sculpture. It's a wrought assemblage of words, uh, in lots of different ways. So, um, really the whole exhibition is kind of playing with this idea from, from the point of view of, um, you know, the verse first mission, which is to push the limits of language and to sort of rethink um, poetry as an art form, but also poetry as a kind of technological object. Um, and, you know, as, as Callan was saying, that that means that the, the pieces in the show take on lots of different forms. But I think what, you know, acts as a thread um, and kind of brings all of it together, you know, is this idea um, that poetry is very apt um, sort of metaphor for a lot of our virtual existence these days. You know, poems are both um, very, very visceral and material and tactile and palpable. They're actually born, you know, of the body and poems began as oral tradition and were really rooted, you know, in, in our, in our guts in a very literal way and are shaped by our bodies. So there's a very visceral, um, tactile component to poetry but at the same time um you know poems and and all sorts of language are kind of infinitely reproducible right like they are these lightweight memory efficient storage devices for emotions and ideas and stories and and all of that so the the exhibition i think really plays with this idea that poems are both immaterial and corporeal and they really sit at this junction of the analog and the digital that so many of us are considering in the work we do and just in our daily lived experience um you know they really kind of exemplify uh something that we refer to a lot as digital dualism um and, um, yeah, I think really switch back and forward in a way, is, um, again, a sort of infinitely reproducible text, um, to, to poem as hardware, this, um, this sort of wrought body of, of language, um, that really has a visceral impact. And so, so I think, you know, that's, um, that's also borne out in, the way that the exhibition takes its shape. It's both a physical exhibition in library metamorphose. So, you know, it's, um, it's a collection of objects and, and subjects, obviously, as we've sort of punned on in the title, but it's also a collection of NFTs. It's a collection of digital, um, poems, virtual poems and experiences that are, um, that are embedded in the blockchain. And that's very intentional to kind of have this hybridity 
um, you know, implicit in the way that the show is, is organized and the way that the show can be experienced. And so um, we're very happy to actually be here physically in Paris um, to be able to present these works in person and in, you know, in the flesh, but also to be able to share it um, as sort of a virtual um, collection of online. And we're working with object.com um, and Tezos. And maybe the last thing, I just I wrap it up in a second, but the title, you know, poem subject, um, as, as first half was called poem object, um, object spelled O-B-J-K-T, uh, in a reference to, of course, object.com, but also the reference here directly is to André Breton and the poem object and this history of, you know, this idea of poetry as um, as an assemblage, poetry as a sculpture. But that, you know, also makes reference to the idea of poetry sort of as this object that is acted upon. Um, and we really want to sort of invert that and think of poetry as the subject of the sentence and poetry as the subject of, of the conversation. Um, and so that's really um, another thing that's at play here in the title and in the exhibition. We really want poetry front and center in a very real and... Um, and material way. So I will also just add very quickly, um, you had asked about uh, Alison Knowles and um, we are extraordinarily excited to, uh, you know, to have a number of sort of historical and iconic moments in computational poetry in the show alongside very fresh, new, innovative approaches to poetry. And Alison's work, I think, is um, simultaneously one of the, if not I think the oldest work in the show, it's, um, it's uh, a very iconic piece called the house of dust, which is widely regarded as the first sort of generative computational poem written both by Alison Knowles, who is a sort of legendary fluxus poet, um, in partnership with the coder and engineer, James Tenney, and together they created this, um, this sort of self-generating poem, uh, that starts with an assemblage of human written language that is, uh, assembled and reassembled and rewritten and revised via a generative algorithm. And that original piece was done in 1967 and really sort of um, marked a big shift in the way that we think about um, literature and how we assemble and, and compile um, uh, poetic language and, you know, introduced um, computers as sort of co-authors in that effort. But for this show, Allison and her team have offered us a 2023 version. Um, of course, every time this, this poem is written and installed, it becomes something different, it becomes something new, um, you know, um, in each instance. And so this is, um, this is a new instance, um, and um, we're excited to see how the, the poem takes shape, but it's actually generating in real time in the gallery. Um, we saw it start um, start writing itself yesterday uh, as the machinery and the software was set up. And we saw the first stanzas start to emerge from the printer and um, really excited to see how that continues to um, to emerge over the course of the exhibition. Um, and very happy to have Allison on board as part of the project and also to have Allison um, taking her first steps very soon into the world of Web3 and more on that to come. I, I think I'll maybe pass this back over to either Paul or Anna. Are you, are you around? Would you like to offer some thoughts on some of the works in the show as well? Yes, absolutely. And we also have uh, artists from the show, uh, like, uh, again, Christian Bock, uh, Mickey Marple, so, uh, guys, if you want to, to share a few uh, words or ideas, uh, please do. 
Uh, sure. Yeah. I'd be happy to, to talk a little bit about my pieces in the show. Um, but first I just want to, um, thank everyone so much for this huge effort. Um, and, <laughs> um, really like the verse verse is so inspiring and uh, like what they've done for poetry and also even I feel like just introducing so many people to poetry, including myself, honestly, I, I wasn't actually, um, I, I didn't know that much about poetry and I didn't really even consider it an interest, um, until I heard, <laughs> uh, and then Sasha talk at uh, NFT Tuesday last year and, um, I was pregnant at the time and it was just like a light bulb going off. Um, and I actually started including words, um, like phrases from poems, um, in my work. And it kind of felt like, I don't know, like I was, it was like the next logical step, like the final chess move. Like this is, of course, the thing I was supposed to do because I'm also a writer and a visual artist and a writer. And these things, of course, should be together because that that's how they are in my brain. Um, they're not separate. Um, so just a quick like spiel about my works in the show. Um, uh, the the first like work I conceived for, I have three pieces two paintings and one um, uh, digital piece and the first part the first um, uh, piece I sorry it's like midnight over here and I have a four month old so I'm a little like putting one word after the next <laughs> um, like living word by word <laughs> but. Um, was the, uh, they paired me with the amazing poet, um, Ronnie Pope and with this beautiful poem, um, that I, I should read or someone should read. Um, I mean, I think it's just like f five or six lines, but it's so like, it's so great. And that was, um, yeah, I, I basically like pulled a, the the phrase dry clean from it which was the last three words of the whole poem and i love this because it's it's a full sentence <laughs> dry clean it um and it's a command and it's so active and and yet it's so evocative and then i paired it with this um image of dahlia's which is also a strong sort of visual in the poem and like putting these two like i just really like leaned into the power of of words with an image and all of a sudden like the, it becomes impossibly textured and impossibly rich and like the meaning becomes so open um so that was one piece and then the other two pieces are inspired by this poem by Edna St. Vincent Millay I think I should have loved you presently which is a poem that I've just since giving, I guess a quick background, I'll try to be quick, but it's like a big idea and a big moment for me. But, um, I gave birth in January 31st to my first 
child, a girl. And, you know, the love that I felt, um, it really floored me. And I felt like I'd never actually heard it described anywhere that sort of in literature or popular media or anywhere, like the love I felt was so painful. Like I was, I was like gasping for breath. It was so intense. Um, and the closest thing it reminded me of was romantic love. So I actually found, um, I found the love that I felt and the feelings and intensity I felt better described in uh, sort of romantic love poetry than anywhere else. And so this poem, even though it's, it's a romantic love poem, I felt like it captured the feelings I was feeling uh, more than anything else. And so I coupled it with um, sort of this image of a kitten, <laughs> which maybe it would be like a sim symbolic of my daughter. And then this, uh, that's in this cinemagraph, the digital work, and then a stone lion, which is in the painting and just feeling like, oh, this is, I don't know, like I'm the stone lion and my daughter's this kitten. And like, I'm just like, my heart is just melting, exploding. Um, and yeah, so like, that's basically what it's combining this like romantic love poetry with this imagery that's really about me and my daughter. Um, and yeah, it's just been, anyway, I think that's, I covered it, but that's, <laughs> that's Thank what's you. going on yeah. in pieces. Congratulations. And, uh, thank you for this, uh, description and, uh, please, uh, come to the gallery, uh, to see, uh, Miki's, uh, work and thank you, uh, Miki for being here, uh, even if it's late, uh, where you live. Um, so I, I would like to, to give the mic to the verse verse. Uh, maybe, uh, uh if you agree, you could, um, present what is actually the verse verse and uh like actually this exhibition is a kind of a, a continuation of uh, many experiments uh, you carried out in the past and uh, also it would be uh, fantastic to have uh, some words from uh, Anna Maria, Christian, Sasha and Kalen about uh, the works uh, you're going to show to the exhibition so yeah let's uh, let's do it Hi everybody. Um, I'll I'll talk a little bit about um, what the verse first is, and perhaps um, a little bit about some of the works, and and then at the end, if there's time, we can talk about our individual works. You're so um, generous, uh, Paul. I know that that you wanted to speak about our works, but I also would love to hear from Christian, and I know that Knox Gallery is also um, speaking today. Um, first of all, I, Albertine just left, but honestly, um, we are so grateful to Paul and Albertine, who with Caroline Volsin run uh, Avant Gallery. Avant Gallery is really just, as Paul said last night, you know, when, when the historians look at, at who was really doing cutting edge work in terms of digital art, they'll look to Avant Gallery. Um, it's where Rabbi Barat's work was was exhibited long ago his legendary work um and we're really honored to to be working with them in partnership with this incredible incredible library gallery um 
in Saint-Germain in Paris, um, where all these works are exhibited alongside some incredibly gorgeous first edition books and prints. Um, so it just all feels like, like a dream, truly. Um, the verse verse was born out of a wish, out of a desire to see poetry um, exhibited, collected, and curated as art. Um, we're a gallery where we believe poems are works of art. Um, we work really hard to onboard traditional poets who have no experience whatsoever um, in, in, in crypto. Elizabeth, our community manager, does really just a Herculean task in helping everybody get their crypto wallet set up and understand or try to understand, um, you know, how object works and all these platforms. And we pair these poets, um, really, really ast astonishing voices that we have uh, nowadays at the Verse Verse. I mean, we have poets like Denise Duhamel, who's a Guggenheim Fellow in the show. We have Campbell McGrath, who's a Pulitzer Prize finalist. Um, we have Victoria Chang, who's a New York Times poetry editor. They're all exhibiting in Paris at the, with, with this exhibition. Um, and we've paired them with visual artists who are all very diverse, um, very very different practices. Um, we have sound artists as well in this exhibition. So, for example, we have Harry Yaff, um, Yaff sorry, who worked with Herbert Frankie to create a voice gem with, with the Herbert Frankie estate to create a voice gem of Herbert reading a poem. Um, so that's also in the exhibition. We, we love to record poets reading their poems as they intend them to be delivered. Um, to that effect, we also have a series of works from our inaugural super rare collection and from our collection of poetry in Spanish, um, exhibiting and projecting downstairs in this two-story exhibition where people can just kind of take a break and listen to the works um, and, and view them being projected as well. Um, it's, it's really very multidisciplinary and um, I think really captures what, what our shared visions are. Callan, Sasha, and I, um, we're, we all have very different practices and I think they come together um, in a really beautiful way um, so that we bring in conceptual work um, like Callan has done so wonderfully and Sasha's uh, pioneering AI work. We have lots of AI poets included um, and then traditional poets as well, such as the writing that, that I do. Um, so it all just comes together in this sort of techno uh, wordplay that I think really could could have something for anyone. Um, the opening is tonight at 5 p.m. We will have a curatorial tour. We will be streaming it live via Avant Gallery's Instagram account and via the Verse First Twitter account. Um, and then at 6, it's the Vernissage from 6 to 9 at Library Metamorphose. And then um, tomorrow, we will have a poetry reading from 4 to 6 p.m. at uh, Library Metamorphose again. This will be more casual, and we'll have uh, poets of the likes of Christian Book, who's with us today, who's a legendary, renowned poet, um, up for the Oxford professorship in poetry, one of four people on the planet who is being considered for this role currently. Um, he'll be reading some work as well. So I think, you know, I think we're doing something that feels really special um, and different. And we're really hoping that the people will come and, and enjoy themselves. Um, and thank you, Paul, so much. Um, I did want to announce that the catalog for the exhibition was just yes. printed on object. <laughs> ah, fantastic. Yes. So, 
run and collect it if you if you if you want. Um, we also have you printed know, yeah. copies at the at the exhibition itself. It makes a lot of sense. Uh, so we created a catalog, and uh, we all like catalogs in the group because we believe it's like a timestamp. You know, it's kind of a written proof that at some point people gathered and uh, did this project together. And indeed, we have a, uh, like a paper version that you'll be able to to purchase and get from the gallery. And uh, as Anna Maria said, we also minted uh, the digital version of the catalog. So it's beautiful because it's also a blockchain timestamp as well. So uh, yeah, it's wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Perhaps I have Christian to uh, leave for a few minutes, but uh, I, yeah, maybe I give the, the, to, the speech to other people and uh, I will come back in a few minutes. Christian, would you like to speak um, a little bit about your work? Um, we'd love to hear from you. Thanks, everyone. I'm grateful to be here and uh, thank you for... in person uh, after uh, two or three years of lockdown. I've known everybody here in this room, uh, only on television, on Zoom calls. So, so wait to, um, to, to, yeah, Christian, so we, you, um, we can hear you, uh, um, it's not very good. Okay, I'm sorry, can you hear uh, me yeah, now? It's, it's better, yeah, thanks. Okay, sorry for being a nuisance. Uh, I'm just uh, remarking that um, uh, I'm grateful to be able to actually meet uh, all of my peers in person here in Paris. It's a great privilege to be able to uh, finally uh, see everyone uh, in person after several years of lockdown when, of course, I've only gotten to meet people uh, via uh, the virtual world of the online environment. Uh, I've uh, uh, contributed to uh, the art show uh, book made entirely out of 27 Rubik's Cubes, black Rubik's Cubes upon which uh, every facet features an individual word. And if these cubes are placed in their correct start positions and stacked into a block, uh, they make a book that you can conceivably read. Every surface of this block, including even the interior surfaces, produces a single page of text. Uh, each page features an 81-word long sentence. And uh, the book uh, is a response to uh, a scenario described by uh, the author Jonathan Swift uh, in uh, the four book uh, set of adventures called Gulliver's Travels. Uh, I imagine readers are probably familiar with at least the first two stories from Gulliver's Travels in which the protagonist Gulliver meets the little people of Lilliput and then subsequently visits the giant people of Brobdenag. But lesser known are the latter two books which feature other adventures by uh, the protagonist and my, the third book is my favorite, uh, The Voyage to Laputa, where the character Gulliver uh, meets a society of scientists who live uh, on a floating island. There's a giant magnet that uh, suspends itself in the sky. So it's a floating city. He meets these scientists, and there in their laboratories, he is shown a machine that consists of tiny dice, uh, each inscribed with a word from uh, the Laputan language, and these dice are mounted on little gimbals, little cogs and gears that permit them to be rotated at random in a giant device that can write books automatically. And uh, through this machine, the 
scientists of Laputa hope to be able to eliminate the tedious labor of writing books. It is uh, probably the first instance in the history of literature where uh, a machine is described uh, specifically designed to write books to produce literature automatically. And uh, I've always been enchanted by this part of his adventure. And uh, after the invention of the Rubik's Cube, I thought it would be quite wonderful to build some sort of analog model of this machine, uh, a device that you could use to scramble the words of the language automatically and produce new combinations and permutations. Uh, the book um, uh, responds to this story, uh, currently on display at uh, the gallery uh, at Librerie Metamorphosis, and I'm hoping that uh, people will uh, take some delight in actually reading some of the exterior faces of this uh, story. Uh, each of these sentences refers to one moment in the history of literature and philosophy when somebody has equated books with machines, describing a book as a kind of device. And of course, uh, in the era of the internet and uh, the digital transactions of the blockchain, I think that increasingly we begin to see that books and uh, other items might in fact uh, respond very directly to machinery. Certainly, uh, artificial intelligence has gotten cleverer and uh, smart enough now perhaps to actually fulfill this dream of Jonathan Swift, writing books uh, that might appear to be very credible uh, works of literature. Uh, certainly, if they're not doing it now, uh, it seems that the trends indicate that they will likely produce work that will be indistinguishable from many of the best works of literature written by people. Um, I think that will be a, a very strange world to live in and uh, certainly constitutes an important um, topic for poets uh, to address. And I hope that my work, uh, in fact, does just that, actually brings to light, uh, you know, some of the uh, thematic concerns that uh, um, poets are now thinking about. And again, I'm very grateful to be uh, able to be here in Paris to uh, attend this uh, art show and to meet friends and uh, collectors. I'm looking forward to the event uh, this afternoon. Cheers. Merci beaucoup, thank you very much. Euh, Kalen, euh, je vais compter sur toi puisque je vois que Aurès Vétier et Albertine nous ont quittés. Juste, je, la dernière fois quand on avait reçu The Verse Verse euh, pour euh, la partie euh, poème object du coup, euh, je crois que c'était Anna Maria qui nous avait lu quelques, quelques vers de son poème et, euh, et voilà je voulais savoir si, euh, si quelqu'un parmi vous peut-être Anna Maria euh, une nouvelle fois euh, voulait euh, s'atteler à cet exercice um, Sure, uh, so to translate um, he, he wanted to know if someone could recite um, a poem that's exhibited um, at the exhibited, uh, so for example, Christian, if, if you have your uh, Bibliomechanics or Sasha um, or Anna, if you want to recite The Wish, um, feel free to come up and and recite the poem. Et peut-être peut euh, nous, nous l'expliquer en même temps, puisque c'est vrai que c'est parfois... And maybe ouais. give, give an explanation um, about the work and the poem. I would be delighted to uh, uh, intervene and uh, read at least one page uh, from uh, Bibliomechanics, the machine that consists of uh, these Rubik's Cubes. Um, the text I'm going to read to you is a single sentence that consists of 81 words. Uh, this uh, sentence constitutes the top face of the book. And 
it uh, summarizes uh, the experience uh, detailed by Jonathan Swift in The Voyage to Laputa. And the sentence simply reads, The strangers who visit Utopia might find there this complex device made from a carved frame of wooden cubes that swivel on wire axles, its numerous facets covered by square pieces of paper with all the poetic words of the language written upon them in all their moods, tenses, and cases, but without any order, so that anyone turning the handles on the edge of the frame might alter the old sequence of recorded thought and thus create a new sentence. Thank you, everyone. And I look forward to hearing uh, Anna Maria Caballero. Wish. <laughs> <laughs> There's also Thanks, the Il y a aussi dans la salle Kate Armstrong, qui est une des artistes. Oui, bien sûr. So if we can invite her up, um, Kate, um, we're going to invite you up because Kate did a really cool, like really interesting, fun piece um, that, and it's quite short. So if she could maybe recite her poem and and explain what it is because it's a uh, it's super interesting piece. Time we can ask um, Anna. Do you want to read um, your wish? Sure, sure. I'll read. I'll read the wish um, as Kate comes up. I also love Kate's piece, and that was beautiful, um, Christian. Um, I love hearing you read. Um, so my poem is called "The Wish." Um, I wrote it. I wrote it a few years ago, and it's part of a book that's coming out next year called "Mammal." And um, it was published in a journal called the South Dakota Review. And I, I was thinking about what I was going to contribute to this exhibition. And I, I love the title of it, which is The Wish. And thinking about how this exhibition is so many wishes come true. Um, and so what I did was I worked with a bespoke, bespoke um, book binder. And we created a one-of-one one print book that contains this poem printed 197 times in its pages, which that number eventually adds up to eight, a number of abundance. Um, so the, the wish has become a book called The Wish, and there's only one edition of this book, only one print run. And um, there's also a digital file of a single page turning of The Wish, as appears in the book, which is 197 times, and me reading it. Um, so it, it really sort of expresses and celebrates the many ways that poetry can live and how we can interact with it. And if you go to the gallery, you'll be able to see the book. And um, I will dedicate the book to to the collector um, by hand and then send the digital file. So I'll read The Wish. The Wish. To coexist with a male I love, I train an embrace of emotional shove. His life expends before three large screens. I'm no match for their shiny black grins. Yet, love as crave disinterests me. I dream in ascetic walkways at the end of which I find I love myself enough for both of us. Meanwhile, a hurricane the size of South Florida, approaches South Florida. South Florida is home. 
I buy water. Think of places to go if we must evacuate. Husband sits. Do we stay or leave? Will power go out? We have small children. Husband wants to read. Low pressure systems may send hurricane north toward other homes. That terrible wish. Congress without no wind within. We wait. Wish the awful wish. Thank you all for listening. Thank you very much, Anna. It was very, very beautiful. Euh, merci beaucoup à tous. Merci, Kalen. Euh, C'est pas fini. Euh, alors, je rappelle juste euh, pour l'exposition, pour donc c'est une exposition en partenariat entre la Galerie Vaucène et euh, la librairie Métavorse, Métamorphose pardon, euh, qui a lieu euh, à la Galerie Métamorphose, justement, euh, 17 rue Jacob, dans le 6e à Paris. Euh, juste si vous pouvez me redonner les dates, pardon. Alors, c'est le vernissage, c'est ce soir. Ce soir, oui. Ok. Oui. Merci. Et on va faire euh, une lecture de poésie demain à 16h oui. à, à la librairie. Génial. Et, euh, et ça se termine quand C'est jusqu'à 15 juillet. Donc, c'est assez... Euh, on a le temps d'aller oui. visiter. Magnifique. Eh bien, merci à tous. Thank you very much, uh, all of you. Uh, it was a great pleasure oui. to, to receive you at, uh, in your... Uh, In our podcast, sorry. Euh, et je continue avec un, une autre galerie cette fois euh, et d'autres artistes. C'est euh, très, très dense aujourd'hui. Euh, et j'ai la chance d'avoir à mes côtés euh, Tomomi. Salut Tomomi. Bonjour, ça va Super, merci beaucoup d'être avec moi. Oui. <rire> On continue un peu en français et en anglais sûrement. En fait, moi je parle court en français. Ouais, bah j'entends. <rire> Après, Nox Gallery, il parle en anglais ou en français. Voilà. Ok, ok, ok. Euh, alors, est-ce que tu peux bah, nous, nous introduire en fait euh, euh, l'exposition et ce projet avec euh, Nox Gallery Oui. Alors, en fait, euh, en ce moment, moi, euh, je m'appelle Tomomi et euh, je travaille euh, sur euh, NFC à Lisbonne. Euh, le 7, euh, 7, 8, 9 juin, donc dans même pas deux semaines. Voilà. Et moi, j'invite euh, une galerie d'art euh, NFT au Japon et ça s'appelle Nox Gallery. Et euh, il va exposer des six écrans. Et donc, on va proposer euh, euh, quelques artistes japonais qui exposaient à Lisbonne. Et je pense que c'est la première fois euh, les artistes japonais qui exposent en Europe, euh, peut-être. Voilà, donc... Euh, euh, oui, je... Donc, ça, ça aura lieu pendant la, la Non-Fungible Conférence à Lisbonne, donc les oui. 7 et 8 juin prochains. Euh, <rire> et donc, est-ce que tu peux nous, nous ben, parler de ces artistes Peut-être qu'on en a quelques-uns qui sont avec nous aussi Oui. Et peut-être je, je demande à parler à Nox Gallery directement. Si oui. Ok. Merci, Tomomi. Oui. Euh, bonjour à tous. Je m'appelle Mélanie. Euh, bon, euh, vous voulez que je parle en anglais ou en français Comme tu veux. <rire> si tu si es plus à l'aise en anglais, tu peux, tu peux parler en anglais. 
Non, français, c'est bien. Okay. D'accord. Euh, euh, ouais, je, suis, euh, je suis Mélanie, je, je suis mexicaine et maintenant euh, je suis business development de Nox. Je, voulais, euh, je veux parler un petit peu euh, de Nox Gallery. Nox Gallery, c'était la première galerie euh, in real life euh, de Japon et nous sommes à Shibuya et on va être à l'exposition de, euh, à Lisbonne pour la Non-Fungible Conference euh, en juin, en juin 7, 8 et 9. Et maintenant, euh, on a deux main artistes euh, qui ont fait l'exposition de, de les NFT. Maintenant, je ne peux pas dire euh, beaucoup de choses avec de, de lui parce que cette euh, ces artistes sont très connus, mais on ne peut pas dire justement à l'avant. Ah ok, Et donc ils sont, pour l'instant, vous ne pouvez pas révéler l'identité des artistes. Donc, donc ouais, top okay. secret. Ok, ok. Et oui, euh, désolé pour ça, mais je peux dire que euh, un de ces, de ces artistes sont très connus dans les films japonais, les, les cinémas okay. euh, japonais. Ils avaient, euh, dans l'animation Oui, dans l'animation. Okay. Ils sont euh, très connus euh, parce qu'il mar a marqué une génération complète. Uh -huh. Des... J'ai quelques idées du coup. <rire> oui. Et on va exposer la, la exclusive euh, NFT euh, exposition de lui. Et, et l'autre artiste qui s'est aussi un, un animateur est nominé euh, par les quatre plus grands festivals euh, d'animation du monde. Wow. So, euh, <rire> lui sont les, les deux artistes que nous avons. Et après, on avait 20 autres artistes qui sont très talentueux de, de Japon aussi. Est-ce qu'un des artistes, son nom de famille commence par M et finit par I euh, je je n'ai pas dit maintenant, okay. mais on, euh, si, si vous voulez, euh, euh, j'invite à tous que nous, si nous pouvons, pouvons se voir en Twitter. Okay. On, notre Twitter, c'est euh, Nox Gallery. Nox, Nox Gallery. <rire> ok. Ben, oui, oui, oui je, de toute façon, je vais le, le rajouter euh, à la fin de la room. Ouais. Euh, on, on va révéler euh, more details. Ok, c'est ah bon. les premiers NFT de ces artistes C'est la première fois qu'ils créent oui. des NFT Oui, c'était la première fois qu'ils vont générer euh, NFT. Excellent. Euh, ok, ok. Tomomi, bah, je te laisse euh, la parole si tu veux. Oui, et en fait, euh, moi, euh, moi j'habite à Paris. Et quand je rentre au Japon et je, je vois Nox Gallery et d'autres NFT euh, du Japon, et par rapport à en France, c'est quelques différences, je pense, parce que au Japon, il y a, oui, déjà la culture de manga et des animations, c'est très connu. Et donc, il n'y a pas beaucoup d'artistes comme en France, euh, artistes contemporains, digital art, quelque chose comme ça. Mais plutôt, c'est des euh, collections PFP et c'est des mangas. Et donc, maintenant, euh, Nox Gallery, ils invitent un artiste euh, secret. Euh, C'est vraiment, on ne connaît pas. 
Et ça, c'est, euh, je pense, moi, moi non plus, je ne connais pas. Mais... Même, même les, les organisateurs ne savent pas euh, Moi, non. D'accord. Ok. Ouais. <rire> voilà, donc peut-être J'adore l'idée, ok. Oui. Et donc, c'est des animateurs très connus, euh, j'espère. Hein. Je pense que c'est des... Euh, ouais. Moi, je pense que c'est des, des, des méga-stars. Ouais. Oui, je pense. <rire> Et donc, eux, ils ne connaissent pas NFT. Donc, Nox, il demande de faire le NFT pour sortir le premier ouais, grand animateur de NFT à Lisbonne. Donc, ça, c'est grand chose. Ok. Et ce sera des, des NFT inspirés de, de, leur, de leurs œuvres précédentes ou c'est des, des créations euh, moi, Mélanie, je ne sais pas. Oui. Mais, ouais. mais... Euh, je crois que maintenant, je n'ai vu euh, beaucoup de tils. Euh, je, je veux savoir euh, la semaine derrière. Okay. La semaine souvent. Okay. Ouais. Euh, parce que c'est très top secret. Top, top secret. Ok, on n'aura oui. pas d'alpha ce matin. Ce n'est pas grave. Euh, oui, on a déjà quelques alphas, mais euh, donc il faut, faut être à Lisbonne en fait pour découvrir euh, euh, toutes les œuvres, euh, etc. C'est des œuvres. Alors, est-ce qu'on peut savoir déjà si ces œuvres seront peut-être en vente euh, à Lisbonne Oui, oui, à Lisbonne, euh, ils vont à Lisbonne. Ok, génial. Bon, j'ai déjà une info. Euh, Qu'est-ce que Oui, moi, ce qui m'intéresse aussi, ben, c'est parler peut-être. Euh, allez, on a, on a encore cinq minutes de. Ben, c'est l'occasion de te recevoir, Mélanie. Euh, Peut-être de savoir un peu ce qui se passe aujourd'hui au Japon, dans la cryptosphère, au niveau de, de l'art NFT, etc. Est-ce que c'est -ce est un mouvement qui est en, plein, en pleine effervescence ou est-ce que, euh, voilà, est en raison du beer market, un peu comme partout, euh, ça, il y a un peu moins de, euh, voilà, moins de stimulation, moins d'envie euh, Je ne sais pas. Si tu peux nous, faire un petit, nous, nous parler un peu de, cette, euh, voilà, de tout ce qui se passe au Japon. Oui, euh, bien sûr. Maintenant, la, la question des NFT ici en Japon, c'est très, n'est pas trop compliqué, mais en fait, le gouvernement, euh, il fait beaucoup de support à, à, à le Web3 en général. C'est très, très bizarre parce que je viens de Mexique et je n'ai jamais vu quelque chose comme ça dans le monde. Et je, je aussi travaille à, à Web3. Et maintenant, le gouvernement, il supporte euh, beaucoup les entreprises qui viennent en fait euh, de Web3 en général. Mais non, justement, désolé, je t'interromps, mais c'est relativement nouveau, non, ce, cette vision Parce que oui. j'avais l'impression qu'au début, c'était plutôt euh, euh, hermétique. Oui, 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 c'était très hermétique. Et tous les artistes, tous les artistes euh, des NFT, ils euh, jamais avaient pas... Euh, voyager à, à, à le monde. Ils sont justement ici. Euh, c'est euh, trop... C'est un cercle très euh, fermé. Ils sont très fermés à, à le monde. Okay. Pour ça, euh, Nox Gallery, en on, on fait, on avait euh, jusqu'à 60, euh, 60 artistes NFT que nous avons en notre galerie. Wow, ok. Ouais. Génial. <rire> Mais Et aussi, on avait, on avait fait une uh, collaboration uh, avec Neo Tokyo Punk. C'était très connu. Uh, il était un collectionneur très connu uh, de questions comme ça, de cyberpunk. 
Et on avait aussi euh, un exposé durant un festival de musique très connu et qui s'appelle les Ultra Japan euh, l'année dernière. Il y a aussi un festival de musique avec NFT. C'est génial. Moi, ça m'intéresse beaucoup parce que c'est vrai que, en fait, finalement, dans, dans, on va dire, dans la crypto culture, euh, le Japon a, a une place euh, un peu particulière, je trouve. Enfin, moi, c'est mon, mon ressenti. Euh, ça veut dire que dans, il y a, y a beaucoup d'artistes qui sont inspirés justement par euh, par le côté euh, cyberpunk, par les mangas, euh, notamment Akari. Euh, Akira plutôt <rire> par euh, et par même euh, euh, le Japon en général en fait et euh, et non seulement ça et d'un autre côté ben avec tout euh, justement avec la, les mangas euh, tout, toute cette culture tout toutes ces euh, tout le, le côté animation et tout il y a un vivier d'artistes euh, qui est euh, qui est sans fin en fait je sais pas si tu as compris ma question <rire> oh. <rire> Peut-être Tomomi, n'hésite pas aussi à intervenir sur le sujet. Hein. <rire> oui, oui, oui. Euh, oui c'est vraiment spécial au Japon, mais euh, quand même, euh, Nox Gallery c'est un peu différent parce que il a des euh, écrans. En fait, au Japon, quelques expositions déjà faites l'année dernière. Beaucoup d'artistes qui, qui fait de son œuvre d'art, c'est pas animé. Et donc, des fois, oui, il imprime et il expose. Et donc, euh, première fois, j'ai rencontré Nox Gallery l'année dernière et c'était, euh, bah, un peu étonné parce que c'est comme euh, NFT Factory. C'est pas, c'est pas grand comme ça, mais il y a plein de plein écrans. <rire> oui. Voilà, ça c'est bizarre, mais euh, dans l'écran, il n'y a pas beaucoup d'œuvres d'art qui ne bougent pas. Ok. Donc, c'est euh... vraiment culture d'illustration et manga, mais quelques artistes animateurs qui vont venir vers NFT, donc ça change petit à petit au Japon, je pense. Ok, ok. Bon bah génial et ben euh, donc on va retrouver euh, Nox Gallery à Lisbonne. Oui. Ben très hâte de, de découvrir euh, les artistes et tout euh, et leurs œuvres d'ailleurs. Euh, bah écoutez merci à tous. Euh, je rappelle donc The Verse Verse c'est alors euh, hop, je reprends mes infos c'est à la galerie Métamorphose euh, rue Jacob au numéro 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 euh, si quelqu'un peut me dire le numéro. C'est 17 rue 17, Jacob. ouais, ça y est. 17 rue Jacob, à partir de ce soir jusqu'au 15 juillet. Donc, n'hésitez pas, si vous êtes à Paris ou quoi, à ce moment-là, n'hésitez pas à aller découvrir les œuvres de tous ces artistes. Et il y en a beaucoup. Euh, merci d'ailleurs à, à tous ceux qui étaient présents ce matin. Et puis également, ben, merci Tomomi et, euh, et merci Mélanie pour euh, Nox Gallery. Et euh, voilà, qu'on découvrira donc à Lisbonne les 7, 8 et 9 juin prochains. Merci à tous. Euh, bah, nous on va faire une pause justement avec John jusqu'au 12 juin donc euh, ce sera c'est aussi l'occasion pour euh, si vous avez des rooms de retard de, de rattraper il y a eu pas mal de trucs intéressants euh, ces dernières semaines donc euh, voilà ben bah, merci c'était euh, c'est comme d'habitude un grand plaisir pour moi d'être avec vous ce matin et euh, hâte de vous retrouver le 12 juin à très bientôt merci à tous merci 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 Rendez-vous à Lisbonne. Merci.